Herds and Curds with Carmen and Leanne, bringing you conversations with farmhouse cheesemakers and dairy producers. The first Sunday of the month at 7am on your favourite station, 3CR. 3CR Digital and 3cr.org.au. Curds and Curds with Lee in this the second part of my Georgian special. In this episode I'm in conversation with Tina and Robeson Lagadzizi who spend each summer pasturing their herds in the Caucasus Mountains in Tusheti in a remote village called Vestomta. In fact Vestomta is the second highest inhabited village in Tusheti. It's reached by a slow and bumpy drive up the Urbano Pass one of the most dangerous roads in Georgia and only passable for about three or four months of the year. We travelled from Melbourne by plane, train, taxi, bus, tram and a death-defying final hour of horse riding on a treacherous mountain path in rain and hail to reach Tina and Robeson's home and hear about their farming life and to taste her son Georgi's traditional handmade raw milk Gouda sheep's cheese. Unfortunately, we didn't meet Gyogi himself. He was off repairing the road. However, we did meet his younger brother, Palmer. So hi, Palmer. And we also want to thank our incredible horse guide, Gyogi Petrosiani, for getting us there alive. This episode is produced for Georgian-speaking and English-speaking listeners. Tina and Robeson have rarely given recorded interviews and I'm very grateful for every word that they shared. Our conversation was helped immensely by live interpretation and explanation from our guide, Ilya Lekashvili. And thanks to our wonderful driver, Zura, for getting us up and down the Urbano Pass so safely. So it's already 30 years that they have lived together and making uh, these sheep uh, traditions. What is the daily life that you have here and, the, and uh, how many animals? Mm-hmm. 
گودیش قیلس کی در اقت سیتایت قت خلر اقت اروپولی قیل بیم نه بیت غربولوپت توریست همس قاک ساده خوش است عمرم هم از پیدا بیت زیر تر تрадیشیلی ساده میل بیت So their everyday life, traditionally, that they have loved uh, from their old generation family, this region, Tusheti, every year they come here in the mountains up from the lowland, the village Alvani, and uh, their typical everyday life uh, is that they start the day in the early morning at 4 o'clock, They are uh, taking uh, the sheep out from the farm and the cows uh, to feed the grass. They're taking care of them. And uh, uh, recently that they started uh, receiving the tourists in their house, especially they only uh, host them only local traditional food. And they recently started the sh- cheese making, not only a uh, traditional way of uh, Tushetian uh, sheep cheese, also the European uh, way of making the cheese uh, in their farmhouse. Mm. So you have a very remote farm here. Do you want to describe how you take the animals from here down to Alvani? I go to the house of the house of Traditionally, every year they start coming up with their sheep, cows, horses, dogs from Shiraki Valley to the uh, Alvani village they staying there for two nights and then from the Alvani village they start all the way up on the pass to bring all their animals up in the Tusheti every day for the three months uh, until the middle of October they, every day they milk the sheep the cows they making cheese in a traditional way in the farm where the sheep uh, usually uh, located and the pass can be quite a difficult trip tina was saying before the really hard time with the flood on the pass she is saying that it's a very hard and tough uh, time they have to pass until they reach Tusheti with their sheep distance from Albani to Tusheti is short, but in this short distance uh, there is some difficulties. They practically meet them on their way to the mountains. Sometimes they experience the hell, sometimes experience the hard rain, snow, but uh, somehow they can pass because of the love uh, and respect of their local uh, natural land uh, where their families uh, taking these traditions in the past years. If you just 
It's around thousand sheep. Mm, so it's a, a lot of sheep to move down the path. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Big job. Mm-hmm. Very tough. It's very difficult. Yeah. You've got 1,000 sheep. Mm-hmm. Are they all milked? Mm-hmm. And are they milked by hand? So he has a he has a different shepherds so he has hired the different shepherds in a, in his farm uh, to milk the sheep usually this is a man's job in Tusheti and the uh, women milk the cows here and 100 sheep are milked by one man one shepherd oh, okay. in a day and moving on to the cheese, so now your son is making cheese, but did you both make cheese in the past? Yes, both In the past time, they always traditionally made the sheep cheese in a guda. Guda is the sheep uh, skin in which they age the cheese, sheep cheese. Uh, in past time, traditionally, people in this region, they always making the same way. But uh, uh, recent years, the Georg is the first Tushetian man who revived and restarted this local, really Tushetian tradition. So previously, people for some years were using plastic it's around 15-20 years that they lost this tradition to make the ship cheese in a guda, how their ancestors made. And since then, Georg is the first man who refreshed the way of uh, the making. So did he just... Decided I want to do it the old way. Just simply, he decided one day to start this, and the parents they stayed with him and they helped in every way of making this tradition. And do they find that the flavor is better with this old way of... Yes, they think uh, the flavor came back how it was in a historical old time. Hello, I am Gabriel Gatte. 3CR is like a souffle, a challenge to make, but it can just go higher and higher and higher. Support 3CR.
Can they describe the steps of making the cheese and what, what it looks like? So this is the first step that you have to have a really dry ship skin. They taking the skin from the sheep only with the hands. They don't take and use any knife. Because uh, if you use the knife, it uh, could uh, cut the skin and then it will... Uh, not work for cheese making. So when cheese then and you take out from this uh, special liquid it's called shrati and then they put the skin the already ready skin in this shrati this liquid and it uh, will become a softer soft and flexible and it's shrati an animal product the milk when you take out the cheese from the milk, you have a shrati, this oh, liquid. Way. The, yeah. Mm-hmm. I think. Yeah. And then from shrati, they make a naduri or naduri is like cottage cheese. They also cheese. make from this special liquid. So this recently... Receive this cheese, fresh cheese. Then uh, the, this uh, skin they they wash and they put uh, this ready round cheese in a skin, and uh, step by step they put one loaf of cheese. They put uh, salt. Then on the salt they put another loaf of cheese. They put the another salt, and in one guda, uh, let's say it uh, takes about four or five loaves of cheese together. Okay. So like step by step. And Tina added that when they take out this guda from Shrati then uh, it has the wool, right, the skin, and they clean from the wool, and if it's something damaged, they're like whole, they use a special wood to cover these damaged uh, uh-huh. places of a, of a skin. Of like a, a patch. Yeah. And it's called traditional name is called haratuli. The name of this process that they fix with the wood.
Kids and Curds, and I'm in conversation with Tina and Robeson Lagazizi from Georgia, who are talking about Gouda cheese. so two weeks before, when the baby cow starts eating the grass, then they take this uh, liquid, rogorquia. Shaboshi, it's called this before milk. Mm-hmm. So this liquid is called shaboshi, local name, Tushetian name. Ah, okay, this, uh, this, uh, they will dry, uh, you have to dry, and then they start another step to mix it in the warm water. And then this liquid they use as a main material in the milk, inside the milk, to to start, start to the fermentation yeah, ferm- of the yeah, cheese. Exactly. Two kargi durit ale If it's if it's a good quality shaboshi, uh, it can uh, you can receive asi hundred loaf of cheese. That is Ramdenia Odenobites. Ah, okay, it doesn't matter about the liters and the quantity of the shaboshi. It depends on the quality, how rich it is to make this hundred uh, cheese in one uh, one batch. Yeah. How many kilos do they make in a season? It's around four or five tons wow. of cheese during a season. Wow. Approximately. That's a lot. And it all goes down to the other villages, and is it mainly sold around Tusheti or? Mm-hmm. Some part of the cheese they sell on the locally in Tusheti, but mainly, big percent uh, of their cheese they sell in Kacheti and one region, and mainly in Tbilisi. Yeah, so there's a. Big demand for it. Yes, Didi Motronari, so it's always sell Yes, they traditionally all the time they sell this. So they don't have enough quantity of cheese to provide all these demand markets because they have only traditional way of making cheese. Mm-hmm. You're listening to 3CR Radio. 
And Gyogi has had some international acclaim, and mm -hmm. can she talk a little bit about his career? Since Georgi has revived this old tradition of making Gouda cheese, Many different organizations in Tbilisi, in Kacheti, they interested in. They selling uh, every village and town in Kacheti, in a big restaurant chains in Tbilisi, in a chain supermarkets in Tbilisi. Hmm. They, uh, they're member also an, an governmental organization. It's called Elkana. Is support the projects in agricultural business. This organization helps and supports everything which is a traditional uh, since ancient time in Georgia. Uh, for people to revive them. Artisan you culture. Yes, 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 yes. So keeping it alive. Yes. Yes. So they themselves locally they started this old tradition to start this cheese in a, with the old method, but Elgana helped Georgi to claim it in abroad, in Europe and other countries from Georgia. He's won awards abroad in Italy. So in, Italy, in Italy, they have this organization, Slow Food, that was held the festival there in Italy, and this Gouda cheese from here, uh, uh, Georgi and Kaha, these two local guys, they, maybe the friends they are, they, they went together in Italy, to represent this traditional cheese on the festival, and this cheese called the gold medal. And of course, medal is She doesn't know exactly what's the name of this, but it's kind of best quality cheese in mm. that festival, mm -hmm. and it got the best medal. Excellent. Mm -hmm. And so now, um, Yogi is making a European cheese. 
already for two years these uh, European cheeses. They're making this uh, European cheese from sheep cheese. They call it dry uh, European cheese. Is it being sold already? The demand is very high, so one kilogram they sell in 60 laris. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, from here, as in a traditional cheese, they have a place. get ready all, all the animals to start walking down on the pass to the Albani in the lowland. They have a, in the whole Tusheti, they, in every village, from every village, they have a certain big uh, spot, let's say the valley, the ground, and where they all from different valleys, they collect this cheese with the horses there. They, then they load in a big trucks and then they drive down this cheese and okay. the lowland. What are you supposed to do? What are you supposed to do? 3CR. What are you supposed to do? Community Radio. What are you supposed to do? 855. What are you supposed to do? I am. What are, you, what are you supposed to do? This is a very uh, simple farm house, and so you're making a lot of cheese. So what are the plans for... Improvements. <laughs> Mm-hmm. So they focused except of this traditional uh, culture of making cheese and the sheep farming. They they going to enlarge the the guest house to receive the uh, the guests from different countries. Uh, they want to add uh, the special room like. Of, uh, in this house is a dining room where they more in a comfortable way they can receive their tourists for meals for lunch and dinner and they really willing to develop the tourism in their small property in, in their ship farm and also sorry I uh, forgot they want to build a good uh, room or storage room where they especially will be the, uh, like a cellar they mainly they age and they store the, their European cheese. Thank you very much for describing 
she told that thank you very much that you visited us and got us the pleasant and the happy moments yeah we're very honored to be here and we thank you very much for having us and now we will eat some of your beautiful food and cheese the music for today's program has been the Melbourne Georgian Choir in concert at the Abbotsford Convent for Liquid Architecture's Polyphonic Social 2017. Our outro music is by Bart Willoughby and Ross Hannaford called Blue Nude from the Buckskin album. You can check out the Herds and Curds Instagram for some photos of Lee's trip to Georgia. You can listen back to Herds and Curds on the 3CR website or wherever you find your podcasts.